0: SECTION 121 OF THE LEGENDS OF THE JEWS, VOLUME 3, BY LEWIS GINSBURG, READ FOR LIBRIVOX.ORG THE LAST DAY OF MOSES' LIFE On the seventh day of Adar, Moses knew that on this day he should have to die. For a heavenly voice resounded, saying, Take heed to thyself, O Moses, for thou hast only one more day to live. What did Moses now do? On this day he wrote 13 scrolls of the Torah, 12 for the 12 tribes, and one he put into the holy ark, so that if they wished to falsify the Torah, the one in the ark might remain untouched. Moses thought, if I occupy myself with the Torah, which is the tree of life, this day will draw to a close and the impending doom will be as naught. God, however, beckoned to the sun, which firmly opposed itself to Moses, saying, I will not set so long as Moses lives. When Moses had completed writing the scrolls of the Torah, not even half the day was over. He then bade the tribes come to him, and from his hand receive the scrolls of the Torah, admonishing the men and women separately to obey the Torah and its commands. The most excellent among the thirteen scrolls was fetched by Gabriel, who brought it to the highest heavenly court to show the piety of Moses, who had fulfilled all that is written in the Torah. Gabriel passed with it through all the heavens, so that all might witness Moses' piety. It is the scroll of the Torah out of which the souls of the pious read on Monday and Thursday, as well as on the Sabbath and Holy Days. Moses on this day showed great honor and distinction to his disciple Joshua in the sight of all Israel. A herald passed before Joshua through all the camp, proclaiming, Come and hear the words of the new prophet that hath risen for us to-day. All Israel approached to honor Joshua. Moses then gave the command to fetch hither a golden throne, a crown of pearls, a royal helmet. And a robe of purple. He himself set up the rows of benches for the Sanhedrin, for the heads of the army, and for the priests. Then Moses betook himself to Joshua, dressed him, put the crown on his head, and bade him be seated upon the golden throne to deliver from it a speech to the people. Joshua then spoke the following words, which he first whispered to Caleb, who then announced it in a loud voice to the people. HE SAID, AWAKEN, REJOICE, HEAVENS OF HEAVENS, YE ABOVE, SOUND JOYOUSLY FOUNDATIONS OF EARTH, YE BELOW, AWAKEN AND PROCLAIM ALOUD, YE ORDERS OF CREATION, AWAKEN AND SING, YE MOUNTAINS EVERLASTING, EXULT AND SHOUT IN JOY, YE HILLS OF EARTH, AWAKEN AND BURST INTO SONGS OF TRIUMPH, YE HOSTS OF HEAVEN. Sing and relate, ye tents of Jacob. Sing, ye dwelling-place of Israel. Sing and hearken to all the words that come from your king. Incline your heart to all his words, and gladly take upon yourselves and your souls the commandments of your God. Open your mouth, let your tongue speak, and give honor to the Lord that is your helper. Give thanks to your Lord and put your trust in him. For he is one, and hath no second. There is none like him among the gods, not one among the angels is like him, and besides him is there none that is your Lord. To his praise there are no bounds, to his fame no limit, no end, to his miracles no fathoming, to his works no number. He kept the oath that he swore to the patriarchs. Through our teacher Moses, he fulfilled the covenant with them, and the love and the vow he had made to them. For he delivered us through many miracles, led us from bondage to freedom, clove for us the sea, and bestowed upon us 613 commandments. When Joshua had completed his discourse, a voice resounded from heaven, and said to Moses, thou hast only five hours more of life. Moses called out to Joshua, Stay seated like a king before the people. Then both began to speak before all Israel. Moses read out the text and Joshua expounded. There was no difference of opinion between them, and the words of the two matched like the pearls in a royal crown. But Moses' countenance shone like the sun and Joshua's like the moon. While Joshua and all Israel sat before Moses, a voice from heaven became audible and said, Moses, thou hast now only four hours of life. Now Moses began to implore God anew, O Lord of the world, if I must die only for my disciples' sake, consider that I am willing to conduct myself as if I were his pupil." Let it be as if he were high priest, and I a common priest. He is king, and I his servant. God replied, I have sworn by my great name, which the heaven and heaven of heavens cannot contain, that thou shalt not cross the Jordan. Moses, Lord of the world, let me at least, by the power of the ineffable name, fly like a bird in the air, or make me like a fish. Transform my two arms to fins, and my hair to scales, that like a fish I may leap over the Jordan and see the land of Israel. God, if I comply with thy wish, I shall break my vow. Moses, Lord of the world, lead me upon the pinions of the clouds, about three parasangs high beyond the Jordan, so that the clouds be below me and I from above may see the land. God replied, This too seems to me like a breaking of my vow. Moses, Lord of the world, cut me up, limb by limb, throw me over the Jordan, and then revive me, so that I may see the land. God, That too would be as if I had broken my vow. Moses, Let me skim the land with my glance. God, in this point will i comply with thy wish thou shalt see the land before thee but thou shalt not go thither god thereupon showed him all the land of israel and although it was a square of four hundred parasangs still god imparted such strength to moses eyes that he could oversee all the land what lay in the deep appeared to him above the hidden was plainly in view THE DISTANT WAS CLOSE AT HAND, AND HE SAW EVERYTHING. END OF SECTION